0: Be advised that the content of this podcast is for mature audiences due to subject matter. You are listening to Romantic Truth with Josen, your host in Las Vegas.
1: Hi everyone, Johnson with you here, Romantic Truth, Las Vegas. What are some of the things that are very important? Or relationship. Let's talk about these very important components in order for it to work. Let's go through one that's so obvious that people don't really look at it empathy. Now, what does empathy mean? It means that you can understand emotionally, or interpret, or comprehend something a person is going through and actually view it in a sense from their perspective. Believe it or not, there are very insensitive people that are out there, people that aren't empathetic, who always have to leverage judgment against someone else for every little thing. You will find those people are rather isolated and people don't like being around them much. They say they love being alone. They say they love being single. No, it's because they have to be. Because even if they do get in a relationship with a person, that person will realize sooner or later that this person is not someone that's relationship worthy. Think of it like this. If you were dealing with an airplane, this person would not be a little jet there will be a Piper Cub, maybe a Cessna, meaning that they couldn't make it on the long haul. So why would you really put your fortune in a person like that, your future, your feelings, your emotions? This is why a lot of these women and men wind up having sex with these people at best, but nothing ever materializes beyond that. Now, a lot of you ask, well, why does sex always have to come up? Because a lot of people actually make that the milestone of commitment, sadly. Because we have to face it. We can express ourselves in every other way we possibly can. Kissing, hugging, fondling, oral sex and everything. But unless you have the penetration... That's the closest you can get, being inside of another person's body or that person being inside you. Now, in certain geographics, certain demographics, certain areas, certain religions, certain cultures, it's put on a different value system. Meaning that some people would think that's the ultimate, others would think, well, that's the norm, standard operating procedure. I'm from the camp that believes that sex is just like farting, shit, and eating. It's all a human bodily function. Nothing different. Because you notice all the repulsive things we hide from society. We don't like people seeing us eat. We don't like seeing people seeing us go to the bathroom. We don't like people seeing us fuck. That's just the way it goes. Yeah. you have to come to grips with with this empathy thing or lack thereof is that this person cannot identify with you even though you're in a relationship you may have a hardship or a challenge of some sort this person's not sensitive in trying to help you this person is more or less trying to tell you what to do without even addressing the problem that you're having they usually don't want to listen to logic because their belief outweighs any logic and this is a dangerous combination if you're ever dealing with a relationship if a person is led by their beliefs and their feelings you're dealing with somebody could easily be a fool conspiracy theories and all the rest of that i'm telling you you're dealing with someone that can be easily manipulated and easily influenced the other thing you will realize in these types of relationships they're never going to have any confidence in you. Someone from the outside is always better than you. They're going to always have something else that supposedly tops you or tops your belief, opinion, or even facts or knowledge. You'll never catch up, never measure up. So this all contributes to this lack of empathy. You're devalued emotionally. Let's go a little bit further with these designations these things that will definitely be vital in the relationship commitment what do you get it from what is it it means that you're actually selecting this person out of a plethora of other people on this planet to obligate yourself to a certain degree to be with them to respect them and respect yourself by your integrity and loyalty to them. However, what happens most often than not, women are more prone to do this than men. They ask for the commitment too early. Now, why is this? Usually, the incentive is, let me get this person locked down before they go back on the market and someone else takes them from me so it's done more under a time constraint now men do this too especially if they're insecure gamma males are notorious for doing this they get the hot woman they gotta have her so they go out they get her they want a commitment but the problem with many gamma males they're very insecure again as I've always told you they want to deserve to be like an alpha but they're not the difference is the alpha is secure the gamma is not so he's going to be the one that's going to be micromanaging the relationship he's going to be the one that's going to make sure that you do what you say you go where you go and you feel like you're in prison if you're the female in the relationship for you men Gamma females the same way. Insecure, overly aggressive, overly protective, accusatorial, just like a uh, gamma male is. accuse you of something, won't apologize. And the reason why they won't apologize is because it will make them feel bad. Because one thing you gotta remember about a gamma individual, they always protect their feelings. I told you, two things that people will protect, insecurities and addictions. They will walk around it, they will make up excuses, they will walk over it, but that's where they want to be. So, the one way you get in trouble in a relationship is committing too quickly. You don't even know the person yet. But you're committing to the relationship, the physical contact. And that's what usually people who rush for commitments, that's what they want. Whether it's a man or a woman. She wants a commitment from the guy as a boyfriend so now she can sleep with him, have sex with him because she hadn't had it in a long time. And she has all these feelings and emotions that she can now express and not feel like she's giving it away to some guy that's just going to fuck her and leave her. though the integrity of the relationship has not been established the next term expectations many people go in relationships without expectations they go in willy nilly thinking things are going to work out thinking it's like a lottery ticket they just purchased and they're waiting to win talking about what they would do with the money if they got it now many times these folks are trying to go on automatic pilot. Now, what are these expectations? Well, these expectations are the measures in which you expect the relationship to be established. And it's based on the participation of both of you. You see, sadly, you have some people that only set expectations for other people that they plan on having in the relationship, but they don't set them for themselves, for that other partner. And this is how they fall short. This is how they miss out on relationships. This is how they get used. And they wonder why. One thing that you have to remember about being heartbroken, part of it is your fault, whether you like it or not. Remember, a relationship takes two people. One people can't weigh, one person can't weigh it down by, by themselves just the way it goes now also we have to look at some other fundamental things too about these types of relationships when people get in them without setting expectations without asking about their partner's expectations they become a relationship of fits and starts it's like you're turning the page of a book that you've never read before. And as you're doing this, you have to adjust to every page. Haven't you ever read a book and then you got maybe through chapter three and then all of a sudden the author has put something in the story that just doesn't gel with the rest of the story and it kind of fucks it up where you have to now improvise and use your own imagination to make it better so that you can continue reading it without closing the book and throwing it away? But well, it's is the same thing when it comes down to expectations. Same thing. You turn that page in a relationship, you say, what the fuck? And that's because with these expectations, you didn't have your standards, you didn't have your boundaries, you didn't have your values set. Now, who do you find people well, what people do you find that don't ex- set expectations for relationships usually they're desperate people they don't want to say that word because that's a bad word in the dating scene is desperate or in any relationship no one wants to perceive, be perceived as desperate but when you're dropping your standards to go for someone and you really haven't had a chance to establish these expectations that's what you've done You've been desperate to get to that person. So that person has full reign to do anything they want over you because you got your guard down. Now what does this mean for other people that may be admiring you want to talk to you? Well, you have your guards up for them. Standards are probably so high. For those individuals they can never be in your life. Because you built this fortress around yourself when it comes to them, but you lured the drawbridge for this person. Without even vetting them. Your guards at the drawbridge never checked them out. They just brought them in because you liked them. You saw them from the tower of your fortress. And you say, oh let that person in. But you don't know what about them. You don't know anything about them. They could have be a Trojan horse. You don't know. Expectations. Now we're gonna break it down also to standards. Do you have standards going into your relationship? This includes boundaries. This includes also expectations in a certain degree, but mainly boundaries, values. You bring this person into your life. Have you checked the standards? Have you checked to see if they have boundaries? Have they told you those boundaries? Did they establish them by the way they carry themselves, by their behavior, their demeanor? Or is it something where the two of you are just going to start out and, hey, go for it. And then after you realize in the relationship that things are not working out so well, then you try to establish boundaries afterwards, which is a big mistake. You need to go in with those. Your standards, your boundaries, and your values. Okay, from there. This is the reason why I talk to you folks and I tell you, talk about sex, talk about politics, talk about religion. Get it out in the open. Because I will tell you, you you'll those things. They're going to be problematic later on in the relationship. They are going to be problematic. Because you've got to remember, what you're doing is you're gaslining each other. If you don't talk about those subjects at some point throughout the relationship, and your differences come to bear, and then you realize those may be the sticking points for your divorce happens more often than you think. Man will say, the wife's not giving up enough sex. The woman will say, well, he's not into me, and I had to go and divorce him to get with someone else. Compatibility is a big thing in that sense, which leads me to the next term, compatibility. Now, let's understand a couple of things you're going to be dealing with more congruency than compatibility in a relationship. Let's make that a little bit clear. Because you have to make compromises in relationships in order for them to function. And we'll get to that in just a second. This congruency means that things may not actually fit the way you would like them to fit, exact fit, perfect fit. Meaning that you may be looking for someone of a different race, of your own race. You may find someone of a different one and you find that you guys have congruency in many of the things you like, your music, your interests, your hobbies. And then you find that you guys are more connected, more chemistry than it would be with someone who may be of your same race or ethnicity. Just using this as an example. But, however, preferences come into play, don't they? And many times we never get an opportunity to experience anything with these other folks because we want to be ignorant of other people that we may be compatible with. Only the ones that we prefer to be compatible with doesn't necessarily mean they'll be compatible with us or even congruent. But you'll find that it's more flexible. The other thing that we have to realize, too, is that we're not going to get everything we want in the relationship from one person. Now, that one person may try to be everything in order to satisfy us. There are a lot of women out there shaving their crotches, doing all kinds of things, wearing bustiers, wearing wigs, trying to be that other woman, that dynamic woman, in order to keep things going in the relationship. And there are men that are doing the same thing, trying to make themselves different in order to still attract the same woman. We do this as men and women to keep the relationship going. The problem for some people is that They may not like you as a person, so no matter how you try to reconfigure yourself to be accepted or appealing, they've already got it in their heads that you're not who they want to be with, no matter what you do. We'll talk more in just a moment. The other components that's needed in a relationship, of course, is logic. A lot of people don't agree with this. They say, oh, we just got to go with our feelings. No, you need to go with a dose of logic going into the relationship before you allow your emotions to come in. See, most people make their mistakes by leading with their feelings, leading with their emotions. The kid that goes into the liquor store, who just wants to go in and rob the place and get a few dollars out of there so he can go party, instead he gets there and he's confronted by someone else that has a weapon. And he fires his weapon, someone's killed in the exchange, he's wounded, and now he's running out without the money. His life has changed immensely based on what he felt. Logically, he knows there's a possibility that those things can happen. But guess what he does? He stomps out the logic and goes with his feelings. Logic tells him, it's illegal. Why are you going in there? You can get killed. He's not going to listen to that. This is how more people get in trouble in relationships than any other way. They go in with their feelings and they leave the logic at home. Your feelings are yours. It has nothing to do with the other person. You can try to convey those feelings onto that person. That's about as far as it goes. What you have to understand is this. The logic is, before I share my emotions with this person, will they be acknowledged? Will they be exchanged? Will I receive the same from this other person? Why am I in a relationship with them trying to pour my heart out to them and not getting anything in exchange? That is called a negative equity relationship, a near. And when you get a near, negative equity relationship, you're going to find that you're doing all the emotional work. They're doing nothing. They're letting you burn yourself out. And God help you if that person wasn't into you anyway. They have a fool that's going to try to please them. You ladies, you have this guy, the three o'clock guy who does this. And you're going to also have, fellas, that girl that's always trying to get with you. And she's sleeping with you like crazy, hoping she gets pregnant. So she'll have an equity stake in you and maybe that's going to shock you into loving her. Or she tries to give you an ultimatum to marry her. You know that's not going to happen. But you want to keep her trying. Keep her on the hamster wheel. Loyalty. Now, let me tell you something about loyalty. This is another thing that's associated with relationship essentials. What this means, in essence, is that this person wants to be able to trust you. Here's the problem with this. Many people wind up loyal to a fault. That's what your friends, family, and everyone else. In other words, your partner does wrong, guess what you're doing? You're backing that partner. The one thing you should always do is always keep some skepticism in your back pocket. Even though you may say, my partner would never do something like that, do you really know? Just because your expectations are set on the behavior that they have displayed in the past doesn't mean that there are changes in the future that will fall into the same category, does it? We could look at something as simple as inflation right now. Normal circumstances, we expect it for high unemployment, hard to find jobs, companies laying off. We were expecting these things to take place and for a few interest rate points to rise, and then the economy was supposed to slow down. It's the under total opposite here. No unemployment, Employees are not laying off in mass. Only companies that are laying off now, such as Twitter and Facebook, is because of a couple of things. There have been changes systemically within the organization only. Facebook spent too much money during COVID in hiring all these people. And now they had to lay off 11,000 people. They spent a lot of money in Meta, which is this universe that they've been ready to create, where it won't necessarily be contingent on Apple or any other platform. So they had to make adjustments. Elon Musk came in emotionally, fired a lot of people, going to have everything the way he wanted it. And then he realized, oh shit, I fired the wrong people. Higher hire them back your emotions will get you in a lot of trouble if you use that verse to think with and unfortunately it will also keep you as inferior people in any society or civilization and the reason for that is because of the fact that the people who are actually thinking will always be able to be one step ahead of you that's the way it works think about every revolution you've had in this country or in the world for that matter. They all failed, and why did they fail? They failed because the very people that kicked the government out of office, guess what they had to do once again? They had to govern the people, and what was gonna happen? Somebody who didn't like the way they governed was gonna come in and try to have another rebellion. You can look at any of these countries, even with Cuba. They went on and did this with Castro. Look what you have now. This lasted over so many years. But has it been a voluntary government? No, it had to be one that repressed the people in order to stay in power. That's what you have to realize. Now, when it comes down to this loyalty thing, it's always wise to have a certain standard of measure that should be always met by your partner and if it's not then that's when things come into question you should have standards and measures for yourself as well if not what's going to happen is you're going to make up excuses for your partner you're going to gaslight yourself and you're going to come up short because some of you are so happy to be with a person you get loyal to them In the beginning thinking that's going to be the bond that's going to keep you together. And that person will fuck over you. Lie to you. Do everything to you. And you're still there like the loyal dog. Getting kicked. Not that I don't... You know, I don't condone any animal abuse. I'm just using that as a metaphor only. I love animals. As long as they're not mine. Alright, now and the reason being let me just clear this up for you animal activists come out there it's hard enough walking on two legs and living in society try four but I love animals so I just don't want any now just like I don't want kids well let's get on with the subject matter also with this loyalty you have to understand a couple of things. Who are you loyal to? Well, you also have to be loyal to their friends and everyone else, because some people, they live via entourage, meaning that, yes, you're in a relationship with them, but guess what? You have to also watch your fees and cues with everybody down the line. really interesting how that works sometimes. Where somebody in the entourage that may not be in the relationship you're in with your partner may say, you know what, I saw so-and-so cheating. Oh, you did? And then things come into question. In other words, the people around them, the fellas, these ladies with their girlfriends, have her ear so for instance if that friend of hers wants you she can come up with a fabrication that will foster doubt in your girl so she can get you people are strange when they work that way but let's go on the other thing that we have to deal with in relationships is integrity Doing the right thing when you're just not looking. Doing what you say follow through. This is very important. If they see that you're laden with a whole bunch of excuses, they lose confidence in you, then they lose trust in you, and then they don't believe in you anymore as a good partner. Whatever you start with you need to finish with another thing when it comes down to cognitive dissonance again you ladies lose men more often than not through this you know when you say it's okay for you to change your mind and you just switch it back and forth like a light switch a man judges you on that it looks at you from the standpoint of saying, well, this person's inconsistent. Ladies, you already do it automatically by default with men. An indecisive man, he's out of you. You just get rid of him. But I want you to also know that this works both ways. Because, see, when a man sees an indecisive woman, it questions her judgment doesn't feel as though he can trust her enough. This is how men wind up with mistresses and girlfriends. Because one thing you have to remember about a man, the woman that he really trusts, she gets his emotions and she gets the truth. The woman he doesn't, she gets flicated. She gets what's sufficient for him to still function but you could be sleeping in the same bed living in the same house doesn't mean he'll trust you that's the way it goes now another aspect of a relationship essentials that you need to look at the interpretation of love what does it mean what does it involve Why do you love your partner? For what reason besides just the emotions? Are there any other reasons? Is it money? Is it security? Is it status? These are things you have to examine to see why you do this. Next relationship essential you have to definitely use, is vetting, V-E-T-T-I-N-G. You can look it up. You know those four questions I always tell you to go around and ask in some way or form. Who are you? What's your purpose? What are your strengths and weaknesses? What are your intentions? You can ask them in any kind of way you choose to. Didn't have to be so direct because a lot of you don't vet your partner before you even go in and this is not a foolproof plan but what it does it gives you an idea of who who you're dealing with because most of you don't even know who the hell you're dealing with you just go right in and find out later things that will help you another relationship essential looking and assessing the situation of what that person presents to you. Where are they in life? Where's the situation that they're in? And you link it from character to behavior to situation to result, and then you will have the X factor. Now, what this means is that take rest as a person telling you, Well, you know, I had a hurricane down in Florida, and right now I'm staying in a hotel because I'm homeless. Okay, So this person has established the reason why they're homeless. So let's just look at a few things. They were living in a place. So they had the character of at least having a place to live. Which is cool. The behavior that took place that made them homeless was beyond their control. It's an act of God, right? So, that leads to the situation they're in. So you can empathize with that person so can you judge him on that not necessarily no because it could happen to you but what you have to look at is what is self-inflicted so if the person said something like yeah I just got out of jail last week oh really what happened I don't want want to discuss it so what this would tell you is with the character this person didn't care about themselves at some point or even the welfare of others which prompted to impulsive behavior in other words this person did they know right from wrong apparently they did and they would only do wrong anyway and the situation got them Locked up. and the result is they're released and now they're talking to you as if they would like to have a relationship. You have to break it down like that to really assess what you're dealing with to help you better interpret. You don't have to do it, but I'm just saying if you want to be successful at it, it will help you immensely. It's up to you. You're an adult. You know what you want. You know what you need. Now, the other thing that we have to look at. reciprocity. It's a relationship essential. What are you getting back from this person that you're giving? Do you feel empty? Do they make you feel as though you're not in a relationship? Do you feel like you feel bad every time you're around them? They make you feel bad or they got a hard luck story every time you meet them these are things you need to assess because this is going to be part of your relationship whether you like it or not they're not going to magically change we'll talk more in a minute Carrying on with relationship essentials, motivation. You need to define what your motivation is to be with that person and what their motivation is to be with you. This is important because some of you may be motivated by a fetish. That's not a good thing. You know, when a person tells you, for instance, if you're African American, and they're white or some other race and they say oh well I only date African Americans kind of difficult to decipher whether or not they like you for who you are or for what you represent isn't it so that's one thing that you want to clear up because this can also lead to too much patronizing saturation thereof and they're trying to be more of your race or ethnicity than you are and that can become very annoying for anyone especially if they're a retail patronizer retail patronizer is this person that when they hear something on the news or they're trying to keep up with some sort of uh, rapper or singer that's dropping a new tape or whatever they're all in That's all you hear from them is about that. These are people that are trying to qualify themselves. So you have to watch the motivation of an individual coming into a relationship with you. Very, 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 very important. Because I can tell you, your relationship may be based on that motivation only. You can be politically motivated. Oh, I just want to see what it's like to be with another woman. I want to see what it's like to be with another dude or transgender or whatever. It varies. It could be anything that these people could conjure up as a motivation. And that motivation could be just to fulfill a fantasy or some other narrative. It has maybe very little to do with you as a person. But has more to do with you as that fantasy or that desire that they have. Now, with this motivation and it's ambiguous, it could be anything. It could be that they want to prove their parents wrong by going and dating someone of a different race. Or maybe having a baby by someone anonymously and try to make it themselves, make it make it make a way for themselves. You never know. So you have to really be keen on what the motivations are. It could be that the guy just wants to sleep with you, and that's it. Are they trying to introduce you into some sort of life style that's different from what you believe in? Are they trying to get you to convert to some religion? See, the motivation will outweigh any passion they have for you as a person. You're more of an object at that point not a person with the wrong motivation and there's some people that are positively motivated to have love have a a wife or a husband at some point a boyfriend or girlfriend and that's a whole different perspective now the other relationship essential is discipline personal and emotional discipline. Not to overdo it. Not to overreach. Not to overextend yourself into a relationship too preparatorily that you get halfway in and you're upset because the partner has not joined you in your endeavor. It's because of the fact that you've gone too fast and has not really taken a chance to assess you're getting into so your partner is probably reserved because they're looking at this and they're observing it and they know better and they're saying why would I go and jump into that pool of acid when I don't have to and I will tell you one thing that's a dead giveaway you ladies that want the commitment on the second date because on the third date you find to fuck the guy do not know what the hell you're getting into because no matter how you look at it your needs remember I talked about motivation is motivating you to get that commitment from him so you can sleep with him because you want to get that urge out of your body We get it relationship essential that's very important ...status... ...emotional status... ...now there's cross-sections with... ...marital status... ...you actually have some married people... ...that don't believe they're married... ...as far as they see it... ...they're single when they're away from their spouse... ...and so... ...they may may be motivated to lie to you... ...to get what they want... ...and one thing to keep in mind... ...if you see a person coming out... ...coming out of a relationship they're still dating someone and still married to someone and they want to be with you not only is that a red flag that's a flaming flag because what this means is that they don't care about commitment they don't care about honor they don't care about any of the relationship essentials it's all about them and their agenda and what they want that's all It's about nothing more nothing less that's all it's about. And they're going to have their agenda met no matter what. Whether it's with you or somebody else. Their torpedo. An emotional torpedo. You see, the thing you have to realize is that you're looking for love in a relationship. They are looking at you logically like this person would be ideal for what I want to have done. The only thing I want to do is is how a lot of you get hurt but the only people who are married are people who are in relationships and they're pouring it on and you're thinking oh I've stuck old and you haven't so this emotional status also deals with emotional availability there are some people as I told you before that don't deserve a partner they just don't they don't know how to treat them just like you tell people they don't deserve children or don't deserve a pet when they're mistreating that pet or a child there are people out there who do the same thing to partners and they don't deserve it now the sad thing about it these individuals a lot of times when they're dealing with this They feel entitled. How are you going to deal with that? See, an entitled person feels as though everybody should drop everything for them. They are of the most importance. They're not emotionally available. Even though they are out there on dating sites, no. They're too full of themselves majority of alpha males are not available emotionally they're not looking for love, they're looking for things that are going to self inggrandize because they have people that look after them and they don't want to ruin that reputation of being that player, of being that person that's a heartbreaker alpha male and alpha women do it all the time time down to a relationship oh yeah they'll fuck you they'll tie up your time they have no intentions of marrying you or being in a long term relationship with you because it's going to tarnish their reputation they want to always be where that ego can get fed that's where they are because what happens that person that would have to take them off the market and bring them down to a Delta status stable family oriented that kind of thing they're not ready for that yet it's how a lot of these young women burn themselves out because that guy that's that Delta that they put in a friend zone wants to have a wife relationship oh he's not dynamic enough she wants that alpha that she's been trying to get so she can have a good time and maybe fly to Dubai on a vacation have a nice big-ass house to fulfill that fantasy but what happens she realizes she gets nothing but dick heartbreak a lot of times because the alpha is not about relationships and i'm not throwing any shade at the alpha the alpha is about existence it's about retaining his status or her status that's more important to them than anybody else that can come into their lives but a lot of people don't get it and they're attracted to it like moths to a flame All right. Other groups that you will probably contend with under this Essentials of Relationships. You're going to be dealing with people with and I hate to say this, but you're going to have to make an assessment. And this assessment is based on what you can tolerate and what you can't. You have to remember, whatever you tolerate, another person accepts as acceptance. Now, this is a deal breaker for a lot of people. They may go, meet this person on a date, find out a little bit more about them, find out some of the things they're into, and they may reject some of the things that they actually hold true to them. And of course, compromises seem to come up. We're going to talk about this next. Your first compromise may actually start on your first date. may actually start on your first text. It all depends on the content. And in the context of it, This is going to be something that's going to be challenging. And when I say assessing, I'm talking about things that you're willing to tolerate that they've already brought up. Take, for instance, a person's medical condition. Take, for instance, a person's financial situation. Take, for instance, a person's marital status. These are all considerations, things that you have to make decisions on. So let's go into compromise, which is a very important component of relationship with centrists. You're not going to get everything you want through a compromise, but what you want to look for in a compromise is reciprocity. So if you're willing to compromise on one side, that person should be able to compromise or sacrifice something on their side so that you don't feel alone, don't feel isolated as though you're being used by it out. You're supposed to be in it together, right? Sometimes compromise may, tell, may entail you giving up more than you really want. But you shouldn't give no more than 25%. I don't care if you're married or in a relationship. 25% should be your max. At 50%, You're in therapy. At 75%, you're in big trouble. At 100%, you're being a fool. Because what happens, take for instance you have certain standards and you your partner agree to those standards. And then you find out they're not living up to those standards. So you start saying, okay, well, you're gonna have to make some compromise. And what if your partner says, well, I'm not going to make them. And then you're making a compromise by accepting what they will not modify. So as you go along, you'll find that you're modifying. You're accepting this person not modifying things more than this person's willing to modify. And before you know it, your relationship's imbalanced and you feel as though this person doesn't care about you, they don't love you, et cetera, et cetera. Well, it got to that point because you were too tolerant. You see, the problem with many of us, we give up things for the sake of keeping a partner. But we accept things for the same sake. Not a good look. Don't you leave yourself that vulnerable. More and more, is another essential relationship conversation why is the relationship even established what was the reason this is very important to find out what that reason is yes you may be attracted to the person physically beyond the scope of that what else brings you to that person what brings that person to you ask these questions. It could very well be the person may be a safe file. I get inundated with that, just like other people do a lot. It means that you attract people who love to be around thinkers. The problem with that is that you usually attract people that wish they did well in school and didn't it's like a fetish just like a man that likes a woman with a big butt The big butt is more important than who the person is you run across this a lot so you want to find out what the causation is what is the reason we have decided to create this relationship is it a long term relationship for what purpose is it long term lead to marriage will it lead to just living together you know it's really funny at 60 I'm 60 years of age the majority of women that I find that I reject only want to just live together I don't want that bullshit in my life this is the reason why Many of you have written in asking why am I single? For that reason. Because that's the majority of women that I get in my life. They want to shack up, they want to live together. Well, hell, I can grab any woman and do that with. I've been looking for far more than that. So, what this comes down to then is that you have to establish what is the genesis of it. It's a short-term relationship. Okay, what does that entail? How long is that supposed to last? How much emotional capital are we supposed to put into this, or any at all? heads up with a casual relationship don't put too much emotions into it invest keep it light keep it like a friend that if you lost them the next day oh well you move on don't get too involved with those look up the neck don't get too involved in those because see all those are objectified relationships they go nowhere they really mean And understand one thing about these casual situations. Everybody that you probably meet of the opposite sex and sometimes of the same sex that that person introduces you to as a friend, more than likely they've already slept with that person. So you're going down the same cycle that they've gone through. You have to ask yourself, is it worth my time? Is it worth my emotional capital? Is it worth my effort? something for you to think about because after all it's your life you deserve to have the best opportunity in living and not let just anything walk up to your doorstep and just invite itself in another relationship essential the caliber of person that you're getting involved with? Does that person meet your standards? Have you made an exception for that person? What is the exception? Why does this person does not comply with the rules of your regular standards? Does it have more to do with your emotions than they have to do with a logical reason why this person is exempt from your standards? Is it just because you like them? you plan on raising your standards back to where that person would comply. You have to ask yourselves these questions. You invite these people in your lives. So they just don't show up out of osmosis. Then, of course, you're ashamed. Next relationship essential choice your choice you have to look at who is the best person for you now we would love to go just on looks and emotions right yeah you want the person to make you feel good that's an emotional attribute but you also want to see the logic in that person in your life see you can have an omega male or an omega female somebody that's with no ambition sitting there and you love them to death but the problem is after that love you don't have much there and the love you have is coming from you and that person just may be there feel like a pet taking up space eating up food costing you money but you're so lonely that you want the companionship and you're willing to ignore again many of the standards and boundaries you have for yourself for this person healthy if that person has an addiction or a serious insecurity. Whew. got a lot to deal with. You got a lot on your plate there. See, we all have insecurities. We all have addictions of some sort called habits. Maybe you like your favorite beer. But the thing is, it's in moderation. You can control it. Which makes you more marketable is being with someone who has those things out of control their insecurity and their addiction because as we know people are going to protect those two things if nothing else and that's going to interfere with the relationship immensely Dependency how dependent will you be on this person? How dependent will they be on you? Or will you be co defendants These are things you have to look at. Will you be dealing with someone who openly admits that, you know, they were a drug abuser years ago and they've been clean for 13, 14 years? That means that you would have to go into that relationship as a support mechanism as well. to have safeguards So, what if we have a relapse? What if that person has to go to rehab? What if it costs you money? Because you have to pay bail to get them out of prison. I mean out of jail. These are things you have to think about. Things you have to assess before you get involved. thing that's in a relationship essential, superb listening skills. Sometimes we want to express to this person and convince them about how that you would be a good match for them, as opposed to listening to what they want, listening to what they're bringing, listening to what they're saying. you get far more information listening than you would speak. people telling themselves all the time. Some in good ways, some in bad ways. If it comes down to where that person's always gotta one up you or more or less talk down to you or whatever or else try to muddle the conversation, that may not be the person for you because they're trying to hide something. See, when people try to come in and they're a catch-all, what we call a catch-all, this is a person that knows everything you say when they don't, Would act like they do. This is a person that, quote-unquote, gets it, supposedly, and really didn't get it. That person's gaslighting. That would not be a good partner for you. This is the kind of person will say, yes, they've done something when they haven't done it. And this is gonna be problematic when you get into a relationship and this person's gonna swear that they know what they're doing and they don't. You're an appeaser. The worst kind of partner to have. The other relationship essential you need to look for your determination of that person's macro view how do you see them can you summarize who they are in one word when you get to that point it's going to be good or bad or indifferent. With your friends all the time, ladies. Oh, she's a gossiper. Oh, she's a liar. Oh, she's insecure. If it comes down instinctively, whether you're a man or woman, and you can listen to this person and then make that assessment in one word or one sentence, and it's negative more so than positive. You've already made your decision. Why are you going to try to convince yourself otherwise? You may not like the assessment you made of that person. But guess what? It's more than likely the truth. But what we like to do sometimes is give people a second, third chance. And then after you get involved, you find out, Shit, I wasted my time. I should have. Instinctively, known in the beginning. That's the way that goes. We go against our better judgment. And our better judgment is slapping us in the face and tapping us on the shoulder. And telling us, uh-uh. History. Relationship essential. You know, when you start talking about the family, and they may go into past relationships, if they dwell in those past relationships too long, whether they're good or bad, if they're bad, what they're looking for, at least primarily, may be the opposite of what they had sometimes. Some people actually are looking for a continuance of what they had before in a negative sense and indirectly may give you the perception that they're looking for something better others may have already had this milestone in their lives with the person that they dated that they really liked and they really loved the relationship and they're letting you know that you can't measure up no matter what you do the conversation lingers on that alone now I'll be the first to say when I was dating Monica she set a gold standard for me as far as dating as far as women as far as what to expect do I hold women to that same gold standard I can't different person whole different situation but what I can do is take some of the elements and apply that without making the comparison and contrast to the new person in my life we all do it but one thing that I won't do is go there and just saturate them by making a comparison and contrast so you're dealing with that another relationship essential how much of the past like the history how much of the past is that person bringing forward today do they want to overlay a template of a past relationship on this one Telling you, oh, you need to wear this cologne because my ex ward. Oh, you need to wear this kind of suit because my ex ward. You need to cut your hair this way because my ex ward. These are things you have to assess. More in a moment. Now, what's interesting. Keisha wrote my show out of Atlanta. She's 25 years old. And she wrote the following. I really like your show, but I think you're too intellectual about things. I think you go about it in a way that is really over the head of certain people. Nobody's going to sit here and listen to your podcast for an hour and be able to go out and find a relationship that will be decent. I understand where you're coming from. But I'm just telling you, as an African American woman, my girlfriends have listened to you and they're all just shaking their heads talking about, I don't get it. They don't understand me, but I understand you. I think what it's coming down to is that they just want the emotional thrill that you talk about that has hurt many of us so much. I listen to you because of the fact that I don't want to be like the rest of them. All of my girlfriends are single mothers, except for myself. I'm almost done in college, and the last thing I want to do is to fail. Keep doing what you're doing, but I think your show is a little bit above the heads of some people because as black folks, I can truly tell you, as a black woman, a lot of us don't like to think, we like to act out, and we like to emote. Just saying. Don't throw the rocks at me, LOL. These are the sentiments of many. Now, the one thing that I want you to understand, too, with this, there are other relationship essentials that people don't look at. These are just some of them. But there are many, many more. But I'm talking about the fundamentals, the things you need to look at well before you get involved. So you can make a better assessment and judgment. And yes, you will have to judge that person. If they tell you, don't judge me, fuck them. That means that they're trying to qualify whatever they're trying to do in a negative way the other thing that is a relationship essential are they using a facade of some sort what is this facade that I talk about are they coming in as a Christian are they coming in as someone that's going to ride on their title on a job in other words some sort of Trojan horse to deflect you're putting them under some kind of scrutiny to find out whether or not they're legit. See, some people will do this to basically bypass anything that they would have to be accountable for. And yes, accountability is an essential. Very much so. Imagine getting in a relationship with a person that never owns up to anything. How long are you gonna clean that mess up? You go through your relationship making excuses for them. Gaslight gaslighting yourself to stay in the relationship. And by the way, marriage and having children does not make the relationship better. It's not gonna help it any. You're not gonna have an epiphany. Because that person is who they are. What are you going to do? Put, put on rose-colored glasses in order to see a different color. Mm-mm. Now, I'll agree with the young lady from Atlanta. A lot of people have written in saying, oh, you're putting too much uh, thought into this. Well, you have to in order to get quality. Look, if the manufacturers of Ford decided to make every vehicle as they did with the Model T in the color black, how successful do you think Ford would be to this very day with only black vehicles? Well, you have GM and Chrysler that are making vehicles in other colors. They did the research and the work in order to find out what the consumer and customer wanted, right? Well, being that you're in a relationship, you're a customer and you're the customer of your partner and vice versa. So you got to be the customer service department, the manager and the CEO of yourself. Accountable. Can't pass the book to someone else. So you're looking for someone that's responsible. Now, some of the things you want to avoid. You want to avoid someone trying to prove themselves. Usually that has to do with an inferiority complex or a low self-esteem issue. No matter how you reassure them that they have made it in the relationship, they're still trying hard. And sometimes they try too hard until they wear out their welcome. The things you need to listen to and listen for if they're obsessed about someone breaking up with them and they're still talking about that situation about how they made a mistake by letting them go or whatever please consider there's a good possibility that person still in the past relationship still looking backwards Should not be a competition, it should be a team effort. You go into it as a competition, both of you are going to lose. It's good to be competitive as a team, but not to be adversaries, not to be rivals. it's up to the two of you to make it function. Now, other things. You want to find out about the person's sexual orientation. True enough, they'll put it on their profile. But you also want to know whether or not that's true to form. One of the things that's very popular now are for women to put down that they're bisexual because they're using that as a method to attract more men. Guys, you might want to figure that one out. You might want to find out whether or not that's true or not with them. Ladies, I don't recommend you doing that if you're not bisexual. Just don't. Don't do that just for that purpose of trying to boost your popularity. Because you'll find people that will hold you to that standard. does not have to be an exact fit. A lot of people like doing that. But also you have to assess another thing. Is this person more enthusiastic about the interests or hobbies that you guys may have in common than actually talking about the potential of a relationship between the two of you? There was a lady that wrote me from Michigan. Her husband was into these uh, hot rods and these vehicles that with these muscle cars and she was talking about how she enjoyed the cars but they never advanced anywhere since their first date when it came down to the relationship and what it consisted of basically was beer, pizza, car shows and sex that's it nothing else So you want to make sure that things are measured. So if they're hitting that one note and the only thing they're really bringing it back to is that common interest that you guys have and everything else is deflected, that's what you're dealing with for fellas. If the woman's only talking about money and that's it, you already know what that means. she's always looking at you as a way to make money or we can open up this business we can do that business we can do that that's not the woman for you she needs to go out and get her a business partner she doesn't need a boyfriend I met a lady years ago on a dating site the whole time we were on the date she talked about nothing but her business in the third person her business only consisted of her. And she made it this grandiose thing every time we talked. It was only about that. And the only reason why she would call me is to have some kind of business proposal flown by me. What do you think about this? Never about us. And what I eventually did I said, you know, let me do an experiment. Let me see if I can just pull out of this relationship without her noticing. And guess what I was able to do? Completely pull out of that relationship without her noticing it. And the only thing she wanted was, well, I'm thinking about doing this, this program. I'm thinking about doing this business. Oh, that's great. And then eventually, I quit taking her calls. Me on Facebook, hey, what about this? Just like she was still communicating with me. You have some people that are oblivious like that. Again, don't put yourself in those situations when you don't have to. and consideration. As I told you before, a lot of people say this is the only thing you need. Oh, fuck no. You need a lot more than that. You can have an effective communicator and it can be unidirectional. You know, like a press conference when the person tells you how bad the storm is and not taking any questions. It could be bidirectional conversation but you have to be considerate of the feelings of the person about the information that you disclose to them the right time, the right context the right environment the right way you know you have a lot of people that say oh I'm just going to tell the truth I'm just going to give it to you the way it is you got to understand a couple of things they may be doing that out of malice more so than concern more so than even caring about the relationship they want to be feared for their words it's laughable totally laughable and so you don't put it in that context Keep in mind, if you find it difficult to communicate with someone, they're considerate of your communication, they don't want to hear it, and they say that everything that you say to them is an excuse, when you have legitimate facts, to back fact what you're saying, your argument, don't be with that person. Leave them, because that's what they're accustomed to, being left, being alone. That's the reason why they were single before you met them. So you have to look at the reason why that person was single before you met them, besides asking them. Their behavior will tell you everything. And then after you see it, you say, oh, okay, I see why. And you move on. I've done it so many times, and a lot of times they didn't even know why I wasn't interested. Am I looking for perfection? No. And when they say, oh, I'm not perfect, That's a qualifier. That's a qualifier for them. No one even introduced the word perfection in the conversation. But when they do, it tells you right there. That they've been caught on the same fuck shit in the past by other people. And that's their go-to. Nobody's perfect. Nobody asks for perfection. If everything was perfect, if humans were perfect, we would have no failures when it comes to figuring out how to fix diseases. We would have no failures when it came down to airline crashes. We would have no failures when it came down to basic, basic human mistakes. Perfection is only in a person's mind, not in their reality. folks, I hope this will help you in some capacity to make better decisions for yourselves when it comes to relationships, to be more aware and be more effective in your choice in the person that you decide to choose. like to personally thank you for listening to romantic truth you may follow us on facebook.com backslash romantic truth you may ask your friends to subscribe to anchor.fm backslash romantic truth or you can leave us a message at anchor.fm backslash romantic truth backslash message you may contact us through email at romantic truth at gmail.com take care Romantic Truth would like to take this opportunity and applaud our listeners and over 40 countries for their support. If you need someone to talk to in regards to help, you may contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255, available 24 hours. All correspondences read on the show have been pre-screened and pre-approved by the submitter to be aired on the show. The views and opinions of this podcast does not reflect those of Romantic Truth, Anchor, Spotify, or any of its affiliates. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host and guests, and should not be deemed as professional guidance, advice, or a professional practice. In the event you may need professional assistance, contact your local federal, state, or county agencies for specific assistance in social services, family counseling, or mental health services. For all medical, legal, and financial services please contact the appropriate licensed and certified professionals within your region. The music that is provided on this podcast that is not provided by Anchor is used under waiver by Jaws and One Music for Fair Use.